I believe we are all here with great purpose and you deserve to live your best life. What I've discovered on this journey is that our realities are a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. I had reached this point in life where I deeply, deeply questioned, what is my purpose? And there was this voice in my head that said, you're not worthy. Once I made the courageous decision to change, that's when everything shifted. And then there was this confidence that spilled over into all areas of my life, into my relationships, my businesses, and I even became a better mother. My motto, you have everything inside of you to create the life that you want. Welcome to Creatrix, the transformative show that is all about you. This intriguing program will empower you to create and activate the precise dream-filled life you desire. And now, the host of Creatrix, Amira Mondin. All right. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my powerful creators. How are you today? It is the day after Christmas. And so if you celebrate Christmas, I hope that you had a wonderful day filled with love and blessings and that you gave out and gave so much more to the people that you love and care about. And yes, welcome. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, thank you. Thank you for joining me. My name is Amara Mondin, and you are listening to Creatrix, creating the life that you want, and you can powerfully and affectionately also call me Lotus. And at the start of every show, I tell you why. Why is that? Because today and ongoing, any interaction that you have with me, I am going to empower you to rise above your circumstances and reign in life. And so, as always... Give me that big good morning inhale of gratitude. And we exhale that out. Yes. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you to all my powerful creators who are just getting their day started with us on the West Coast. Good afternoon to my East Coast creators. And I know that I have some listening uh, audience in Kenya now. My business just expanded into Kenya. So I'm very excited and grateful for that. And so I welcome you to the show. And I trust that as you settle in for your evening that you reigned and you owned your day. All right, creators. So today we are going into part two of metaphysics and manifestation of money with our expert guest, Thomas DeShooter. Now, Thomas and I have had a really great couple of weeks getting to know each other, talking offline. And if you were listening in, he shared some very powerful information from our first show, laying the foundation with the mindset, the subconscious beliefs, the metaphysics around money. And today we're going to move into some practical application with that. So um, before I bring him on, uh, if you're just joining us, you know what I want you to know about Thomas is he is an amazing, and I mean an amazing man, one of those people that when you meet them, you know that you found the treasure at the end of the rainbow. He is a financial strategist. He is the CEO of Bloom Strategies Financial, and he is the host of Money, Mindset, and Love right here on the Voice America Influencers channel. And so, you know, we've had some really great conversations and I'm really looking forward to the more that he's going to share with us today. So, Thomas, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Oh, 
I love the. Uh, I'm amazing. Thank you, Amira. I love the uh, the breath off the top of the show. <laughs> Just to breathe in and you know hold it for a two count and then just let it all go mm-hmm. just brings you right to for me it just brings my feet right to the ground. Yes, it's it's so wonderful. I'm in a great space. And how was your holiday? And I'm up in holiday was great. I'm up here in Canada, and in Canada today is Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Yeah, what is Boxing Day? Yeah, it's a holiday. Well, uh, I was actually, you know, I didn't even know. I've just always known we've had Boxing Day. So I was doing a little research on it, and apparently it's the day, the first weekday after Christmas, where um, postmen, public uh, public servants, and uh, even servants in in people's homes back in in England would receive a Christmas box. Mm. And so it is known as Boxing Day. And uh, it is a stat holiday, a statutory holiday up here in Canada. Apparently, it's also one in Australia and New Zealand and the UK. And so what's in the Christmas box? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like a little gift or something. They get a Christmas box. A little gift. Them. So it sounds like a, so a gift for the people who, um, who help and serve. And you know what? That's interesting because I'm going to have to adopt that, uh, you know, real quick right before the show got started. You know, we take the time to put everything into place. And my lawn guy, my lawn guy came and all of a sudden, I'm not kidding, Thomas, two minutes before the show started, he powers up his lawnmower and he's got the leaf blaster going and I can hear it. And, you know, this microphone, it picks up everything. So I run outside and I'm like, hey. And of course he can't hear me because he's got his headphones on because it's so loud. And I think I startled him a little bit because I had to tap him on the shoulder. And I was like, I'm about to do a radio show. You know, can you please come back in an hour? So I'm definitely going to have to give him a Christmas box because he was nice enough to say, oh, okay, yes. (laughs) I'll turn it off and come back. So gratitude for that, right? The nightmares of a a radio show host, right? (laughs) Right before you go live. Right before you go live. (laughs) So, but, um, you know, speaking of, um, you know, going live in our last show, you shared so much wonderful and insightful information. And I remember how you said that your goal in 2018 was that everything that scared you, you were going to step into. And I absolutely love that. And I know that we ended the show. I had to cut you off because we're at the end of time. But you were telling us a story about stepping into everything that scares you, that you're at a charitable event for uh, teenagers who are living on the street. I think there was, what, a $2,000 gift card that was up for grabs. And you told your men's group that you were going to get on stage and sing karaoke. And now you don't sing karaoke. You're a drummer, but you don't get behind the microphone to sing. So will you? Please tell us that story, what happened, and take us back to what led up to it, because I know that was a big step for you in stepping outside of your comfort zone and moving into, you know, who you are today. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, so my wife and I had decided that I needed some new wardrobe, so I'm at this event. I'm with a good friend of mine, and they say, yeah, we've got this $2,000 gift card to a men's clothing shop in Vancouver, and uh, you're going to have to sing for it, and we're only going to take 10 guys. There was about 100 and, 110 or so men at this um, at this private function for charity, and so uh, so I turned to him immediately and I said, "I'm doing this." And he goes, "You are?" I said, "Yeah, I don't sing karaoke ever. I've never done it, but um, you know, it's a, it, because it scares me, I'm in." 
you know, going full in. So I, w- I went to the sign-up sheet, and I, nobody had signed up yet. And I was like, well, I can't be first. That would be too terrifying. I'll wait till somebody else signs up. So a guy came and signed up, and then I was like, okay, I'll put my name down. So it turns out only five of us uh, chose to sing for this gift card. And uh, we're all going to sing the same song. It turned out to be um, Blue Suede Shoes. And, and it was a live piano player, so there was no, you know, there was no canned music with, with lyrics. It was, here's a sheet of paper, and, I'll, and you're going to play with a live musician um, on a grand piano. And it was like, great. Um, so the guy, the guy announces, uh, hey, we're going to do this. Get somebody to pick a number between uh, one and five. He says two. He looks at me and says, all right, Thomas, you're up first, right? Because I had signed up second on the sheet, so my plan of not going first was thwarted. But here's the, here's the gift. What nobody knew is that when I was between the ages of 10 and 12, mm-hmm. every Saturday night, I would, well, probably not every Saturday night, but it seemed like it, I would do a performance for my parents of either Elvis Presley or Tom Jones. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking, these guys, they, have, they don't stand a chance. There is no way anybody is taking this from me. I am going to manifest my 12-year-old self and just lay down the greatest Elvis Presley impersonation I've ever done. <laughs> and so uh, I went into it and, you know, complete with the pulling off of the jacket at the end and <laughs> swinging it over my head and slamming it to the ground. And I finished and uh, nobody, I just, I just felt sorry for everybody after that. <laughs> was, I set the bar pretty high. <laughs> Anyhow, it turns out I was selected by the crowd as the winner, and I won the two thousand dollars gift card. And so, this is the that now I'm going to get to the beautiful part of the story. The beautiful part of the story is it's at this uh, boutique men's shop, which is uh, way above my my price range for when I shop for men's clothing. There was actually a security guy at the door. Right when I go in. <laughs> Anyhow, for $2,000, I walked away with <laughs> a t-shirt a pair of blue jeans <laughs> and a t-shirt. <laughs> love it, so love it, love it. I now wear $1,100 blue jeans. And so <laughs> there's no way I would have managed, there's no way I would have ever thought that that was even possible to spend $1,100 on blue jeans. But here I am in a year in which I was really pushing myself to create more prosperity in my life and to live into things that made me uncomfortable, I end up with an $1,100 pair. And they're fantastic blue jeans. Like, don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. They feel different, too, than any other blue jeans I've ever owned. And the T-shirt is amazing. But um, And I wear them proudly. I wear them to anything. I don't, you know, they're not treasures in any way, shape, or form. So that's my story on, on just creating something. And, and I think I had prefaced it with the prosperity course that I was doing. And, and that day was the, um, were the, uh, the, the truth statement I was to read and meditate on that morning was large sums of money, big happy surprises, and rich exciting ideas come to me now under grace in perfect ways for my personal use, and I use them wisely. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Love, love, love it. And you know what I love about that? Because you know me now, Thomas. You know, I'm going to take it back to the thoughts 
and the energy that was put out there before you ever stepped on stage. And, you know, you had your meditation. And I, I love how in the meditation it says big, happy surprises, right? And rich, exciting ideas come to me now. Well, who knew that it was going to be the idea of stepping on stage out of your comfort zone to sing karaoke? And then you said it even before you went on stage. You said, I'm doing this. I'm going to win this. And sure enough, look what happened. So congratulations. And I always, always love and I always get so excited when we see the natural laws, the immutable laws of our universe working. And they're always working, like I always say, whether we are conscious of them or not. And you moved into a state of consciousness and created that. So so that is awesome. So you know what, Thomas, you know, I'm a little tempted to just ask, can we get a taste of Blue Suede Shoes karaoke? <laughs> 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 come on, Tommy. You just said out of the comfort zone. I mean, come on, live radio. Let's go. <laughs> well, it's a one for the money, a two for the show, a three to get ready and go. Can't go now, don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes, baby. Yes. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> that was awesome. Ooh, you are so much fun. All right. Way to kick off the morning. You sound really good, too. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm just really tickled. Thank you. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I'm, I'm here all week, folks. I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> so in utilizing your services, it's it's entertaining as well. It's informative, inspiring, and entertaining. Now, you know, we were talking we'll about <laughs> we were talking about in the um very first episode that the power and the meaning that we give to money determines how it shows up in our life. And I know we have some tangible tools. Can you just take us back a little bit and talk to us about the power and the meaning that we give and how that turns up? And then I want to move into what your actual practice is. And then I know we have some really great tools for the listening audience. So tell me about the power and meaning that we give to money and how that determines how it shows up in our life. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot since our, our last show and thank you for asking. And, and yeah, like let's, let's get a little serious about this because it's, it's become evident to me in my, and I can only use my best example is always my own life and my own experience um, from which I can draw on and then share with others. And it's, you know, for, I'll say it again, money to me has become a tool and, and it's not something I choose to hoard. You know, one of my, one of my simple gratitude statements is, is the simple fact that I am grateful for the abundant flow of cash through my money accounts. I don't call them bank accounts. I call them money accounts. And it's a flow. I, I don't intend to have that money sit in my account, do nothing. I intend to have it flow through me into the world and create in my life the things that I want to create where money can work its, uh, work its energy. So that's what for me, money is. It's a tool that I get to call into my presence and release back out into the world in flow so that I can do the things that I want to do that require money as the tool. And so, you know, if I want to travel somewhere, typically I need money. So I create that energy around it as that it's going to be coming in so that I can do this. And it's always working from that place of this is what I'm up to, I'm grateful that I get to do this, and now let's go about the work that I do, which I know will attract into my life 
the resources I require to get in my life what I want to have happen. Mm. That's so very powerful. And so and, and I love what you're saying here because we're talking about gratitude being the fuel. And in, you know, two episodes ago, I talked about the science of getting rich and the actual formula working within the laws and that we as powerful human beings, we have the ability to create whatever we want. And so what you're saying here is that the fuel of gratitude is what propels you into the manifestation of what it is that you want because at the foundation, you are a deliberate creator. You guys, did you guys hear him say that? Deliberate creator, recognizing that money is just an energy. Money is just a tool that we have and we want it to flow, flow through our life, flow in through us, out through us to achieve our purposes and to expand. And I love what you said, Thomas, you said that it's a tool that you can call into your presence. And that makes me, you know, think back to one of my favorite quotes that, you know, it says um, money can't talk. But it sure can hear. It cannot talk, but it can hear. And so it's always listening and it's going to respond and it's going to respond to your command of it to come into your life. But at the same time, how much do you respect it? How much do you love it? How much do you honor it? And how much are you grateful that there is abundance? So you know what we're going to do? We are going to take a quick break here in a second. And then when we come back, we're going to get into a little bit more depth on the mindset, the mindset, because you guys, it's the mindset that holds the majority back. And the hard part about it is, well, let me rephrase that. What we think is hard is because we're looking at what we see versus what we know. And so Thomas, we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail, but I love everything that you're saying. You guys, if you have questions, you have money questions, give Thomas a call here at the show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, you're listening to Creatrix, creating the life that you want, and we will be back in just a moment. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction. And that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and from the inside out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, 
that it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondin.com. Now, back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. All right. Welcome back. We are talking with money expert and soon-to-be minister, Thomas DeShooter. And before we went to break, we were talking about the mindset that is required in order to manifest and to attract money into your life. We talked about the being a deliberate creator and recognizing that money is simply a tool that you can call into existence. And during the break, Thomas and I were chatting and we were talking about the amount of work that it actually takes, like the real work. Thomas, you're saying the real work is staying in a state of truth in that it's one thing to believe and to create the vision of what you want and to call money into existence. It is another thing when you are looking at your bank account or you've made investments or you're taking trips and you're, you're living out your purpose in faith and you don't necessarily see the actual money there. And that is where the work is because even to this day, Thomas, you were just sharing with me that you have to work in order to keep that state of mind um, out of what you don't see and in the state of truth, which is that there is wealth, there is abundance that you will be provided for and that the very thing that you are seeking is also seeking you. Can you tell the listening audience a little bit more about what we were chatting about during the break? Yeah, thank you. I'd, I'd love to. And, and, and you know, my, my deepest purpose in life is to give value and to, you know, I have a manifesto that says um, that uh, I love to uncover things. And then my challenge is, is once I uncover something, I have this overwhelming desire to share it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be, uh, you know, create vulnerability in my life where I'm going to, you know, share things that are, that are personal and deep, but um, that's, that's just who I am. And yesterday my, my wife and I went for a walk with the dog and we were walking along and she you know, asked me how things were going and how the day was and it was Christmas and it was fantastic. And, you know, we've, we've restructured our business, her and I, and, and we've taken on some pretty big responsibilities and we've got some trips planned in the year. And, and I don't know how any of it's going to go. Like, that's the thing is I don't know how it's going to unfold. And so I was saying to her that, you know, I have these moments where I still worry, where I get these thoughts in my head, like, how am I going to pay for that commitment that I've made in business? How am I going to, how am I going to make sure that we have enough money in the bank account for us while we're away? Like all of those things will come and hit me. And I have them on a daily basis where I have those fleeting glimpses of the fear, the lack, the, the, the not trusting. And I, 
the work is to overcome those and to do it as quickly as possible. And so the training for me over the last, you know, since really since 2011 when I read Think and Grow Rich, the, the training for me has been to shift my mindset as quickly as possible and get out of that state back into the state of abundance to the state of all is already given. You know, in the Bible, there's a, there's a saying from Jesus where it's all has already been given. It's all there. I just have to get out of my own way. And when I say that, what I mean is I have to get back to my truth. And my truth is not one of lack. It is not one of there's, there's um, barriers everywhere. My truth is that I get to live my life and go out and share my greatness with people and, and talk about the things that I love and be with the people that I love and share love. And when I'm doing that, I don't have to worry about everything else because everything else will fall into place. I'm 100% confident of that. But when I go to that space of lack and tightening up, I mean, you can just feel it. When you're living in a state of lack consciousness, you're tight, your muscles, even when you're you're meditating, I was thinking about this this morning, I was meditating this morning, and I had some moments where I I actually realized that my shoulders were hunched. And I was like, where's that coming from? And it's because I had some thoughts that were disempowering, that were not empowering me in my life. And so the game is, to flip that switch and get out of that state back into the state of flow. And what do you do to flip your switch? I know we all have our different means. I would love for us to know what do you specifically do to flip that switch and get back into the state of truth? Yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit on the last show. Was So what, what it's developed to now is I take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. I take a deep breath and slow down and just go... All right, let's stop the action. Mm-hmm. Where are we? What am I thinking? Is that true? No, it's not. I'm not those things. Here's who I am. And in Unity, they've got, um, they've got this, uh, this process called denials and affirmations. And so a denial might be, um, a denial might be for example, uh, thoughts of lack and not enough have no power over me. Mm-hmm. I am a master creator of my life full of abundance and love. Boom. Mm-hmm. You've just taken, you've recognized what is disempowering you, so you, you say, hey, I see you, mm-hmm. I know you're there, and you know what? You have no power over me because I am this. And right. you live that and you say it with your, you know, you feel it. It's like, this is who I am. I'm not that. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. You take captive every thought and you make it submit to the truth of who you really are. You know, and I want to thank you and uh, honor you for the vulnerability uh, on this show and in my coaching practice. I always talk about how vulnerability is your power and it is what connects us to people and it is what is inspiring to others. So, Thomas, thank you so much for that vulnerability and sharing that power. And, you know, it really is, it, it is such the work. And, you know, I hear you talking about being very conscious, having a conscious awareness of what your thoughts are and what you are feeling 
healing. And, you know, you guys, it's really interesting because if you're unconscious of it, you just think that you're in a bad mood. And then the next thing that you know, one bad thing happens after the other. or You just don't feel good. And, you know, I actually experienced that last night. I was in that same place and uh, a lot of uncertainty and uh, uncertainty about, you know, where I am going with my money and my businesses. And, and I just was so restless, Thomas. I mean, so restless. And, you know, my husband kept like, mommy, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, you know, ah, I just, I just don't know. And then I realized that I was unconsciously, if you will, entertaining thoughts of, not prospering or that the uncertainty was almost to a point that it was unbearable. And I love what Tony Robbins says because Tony Robbins says, you know, the amount of uncertainty that we can handle determines um, the amount of, uh, I just lost it. (laughs) Ah, I just lost the code, Uh, the amount of uncertainty that we can handle determines how much, you know, we can actually grow and expand in our life. And so I had to go into a place of meditation. And, you know, and as true as it is, about five minutes of grounding, of disconnecting, putting my headphones on, I like to meditate to gamma waves and just sat there and cleared my mind. And in less than five minutes, I was back and, you know, been going great ever since. So, you know, it's all about grounding and it's all about uh, connecting and getting quiet and allowing the truth of who we really are to flow in order to bring us back into where we want to be in, uh, in this case, in the manifestation of the money and the resources needed to, f- to fulfill our purpose in life. So that is I, extremely powerful. Of course. I want to add something to what you said there, because it is a critical piece um, in my belief is that all of it comes down to taking responsibility for your life. <laughs> and what I mean by that is that there's nobody that can upset me. Nobody can make me feel bad. Mm. Only I can do that. I can allow other people's things that they say or do or act or other situations, I can allow them to take me out of my game or I can choose to stay within my game and not allow them to take me out. So, you know, gone in my world is the idea that somebody made me feel bad. Nobody makes mm-hmm. me feel bad. I mm-hmm. choose to feel bad, and that's my responsibility. So, really, everything comes down to being 100% responsible for your life. I read this great book um, the, the Diamond Cutter, The Buddha of Building a Business. And it was based on building a business uh, under uh, Buddha's principles. And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the key takeaways for me was he talked about if you own a business, doesn't matter how big it is, but let's say it's a massive business that you own and you've got thousands of employees and you have a parkade. And in one corner of the parkade is a stairwell that like one employee uses once a week. Nobody else uses it. And in the bottom of that stairwell, where this only with only this one employee sees it once a week, there's a light bulb turned out, right? Burned out. Mm-hmm. If you don't replace that light bulb, you have you have allowed the beginning of the decline of your business to set in, because you are 100% responsible for all of it. Hmm. So if in, if integrity is lacking in any part of it, that's your responsibility, and if you take that on. And if you keep everything within integrity as a building block for your life and you're responsible for it, then 
at the end of the day, you have ultimate control. So, Thomas, are we responsible for everything? Everything? Because, you know, sometimes when we talk about money, and especially, you know, here in the U.S., people will talk about, well, what the government is doing or what your boss is doing. How does that work when you say take responsibility for everything? Is it really everything? And how do you work within, let's say, the the belief or the perception of the confines of your government or your boss or your current financial situation? Um, yeah, this is and, and this is a really big uh, rabbit hole that one can go down because and I and I'll be honest, I haven't figured it all out, so I don't have the ultimate end answers for this. But for me, everything that goes on in my life I'm responsible for because I can move. I can leave at the end of the day. Like if we're talking about I don't like the government that's in my country, well, I don't have to be here. I can choose to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right? I can choose to empower myself on Voters Day and make a difference then. Like for me, it's always about what am I doing in my life and how is, it, how is it that this is showing up in my life? What have I done or not done that is responsible for this very situation to be showing up in my life today? Mm. That's the place I operate from. Right. And that way, I have ultimate power over my life. I feel that. Like, on a daily basis, I feel like I get to determine how my day is going to go. I get, and what I mean by that is stuff will come up that might not be a benefit. <laughs> like at the, on the surface, it might look like this is really not good. However, how I respond to it is mm-hmm. all within my control. That's right. We always have the power of choice, regardless of the circumstance. We have the power to choose how we respond versus how we react. And you know, it's, it's interesting because in my coaching practice, I talk a lot about the power of the subconscious mind and how it is the limiting beliefs in the subconscious mind that are driving the actions that you take that are then delivering the results that you're getting in life because the subconscious mind controls 95%, 95% of our behavior, whether we are conscious of it or not. And so no matter what is going on in your life, what we choose to expose ourselves to through that conditioning of the mind, then that is what is playing itself out in our realities. And it's so very powerful. I mean, you know, in like the second episode of this series, you know, I talked about beliefs and how beliefs are formed and beliefs are formed in one of three ways uh, by our conditioning, by our environment, And then also by significant emotional events. And so when you talk about taking responsibility and you talk about grounding yourself and getting into a state where you are focused on the truth in the world that we live in, it's almost as if you have to have a blinders on because you're inundated with information. If you decide to scroll Facebook or you decide to listen to this radio show, but then you decide to go and listen to somebody else, then you've just created chaos and confusion and you have to choose one way one way many roads to the same destination but you gotta choose one and in that choice you also have to recognize that you are constantly giving out a frequency and whatever you're giving out is what's going to be the very thing that comes back to you through the law of attraction that which is likened to itself is drawn and so you know my my goal is and and thomas we're going to move into how this works with money is 
for you guys to hear what Thomas is sharing and then to also recognize that innate power that's within you and to activate it and then to use it to create exactly what you want. And on today's show, we're talking about the manifestation of money. So the same way that Thomas just said that money is a tool that you can call into your existence, I want to empower you to visualize yourself as this beautiful, beautiful being that can stand in the presence of what it wants and actually command that. And when you command it and you focus on it, then that's what's got to come back to you. Now, if you're focused on the opposite of it, then you're going to continue to perpetuate more of the same. So don't fight the government. Don't fight your boss. As Thomas is saying, stay in integrity and work in excellence and take responsibility for the things that are happening, knowing that if you can manifest the things that you don't like, you can also manifest the things that you do like and what you want. And that's when life gets really, really exciting, you guys, when you recognize that, oh my goodness, there's some things in my life that are here and I see how they're here here because of the thoughts that I've had. I am now going to deliberately make the choice to shift and shift that and create whatever I want. And that is how powerful you are. So what we are going to do when we come back from a commercial break is we are going to talk more with Thomas and he's going to take us into his 21 day prosperity challenge as we get ready to kick off 2019. So you're listening to Creatrix. We will be back in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com For so many years, adults and teens have experienced a breakdown in communication. It doesn't have to be like this. Listen for Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. Coach Lily and her guest will tackle subjects like bullying, self-esteem issues, teen pregnancy, substance abuse, and more. It's all about getting teens and the adults in their lives to think differently. You could save a teen's life. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. 
If you'd rather send an email, please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondon.com. Now, back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. All right, creators, welcome back. We are talking with Thomas DeShooter, our money expert and financial strategist. And, you know, before we went to break, we were talking about taking the responsibility for the innate power that is in you to create the life that you want, whether you are conscious of that power or not. And in that a conscious awareness, when you arrive at a place where you realize that you are vibrating or you're out of the state of truth and in alignment with who you really are, that it requires work. And it requires work to get back into that state of truth. And so, Thomas, you know, we were talking a little bit about what your rituals are. Would you share with us what you actually go through your process for getting back into that state of truth? Yeah, certainly. Thank you. I have a great friend, Dr. Suki Muker, who uh, once said to me that, um, you know, his whole his whole goal every day is to win the first part of his day because he can control that. And if he wins that, everything else can just come at him. But he's already had a win for the day. And so I've taken that on into my life. And so this is what it looks like is the first thing I do in the morning. Um, you know, I'm 54 years of age, and I decided that when I was 85, I wanted to be able to do 40 push-ups. And I thought, well, how could I guarantee that? And I thought, well, why don't I just do them every day? Wait, so you decided when you were 85, day, did you just say, when you're 85? Yeah, I said when I'm 85, I still want to Oh, you want to still push-ups. be able to do them when you're 85? Yeah, yeah. So okay, I thought, well, how could I, how could I guarantee that? And I thought, well, why don't I just do them? So this morning... You know, as soon as I get out of bed, the first thing I do is 40 push-ups. Today was day 830 in a row of me doing that. Today was day 240 in a row of writing a daily prayer after meditation. So I committed to a group of people to write a daily prayer and share that with them. And so today was day 240 in a row of doing that. I also write a gratitude journal in the morning. And then every day my goal at the rest of the, for the rest of the day is to have... Uh, a piece of knowledge, so either a podcast or uh, reading something where I take uh, 30 minutes and create more knowledge in my life, and then yoga and yoga and or fitness at some point during the day. And so that is what my goals are for day for me. Those are what what inspire me. Then everything else, it doesn't matter what goes on in the world. If you know, I mean, we had a tree fall in our house the other day in a storm, and it's like, okay, well, I got to deal with that. That's fine. I got a tree down on my house. We'll we'll get it dealt with. You know, that stuff's going to come up. But if I am focused and centered within myself, and I am living in my truth, I can deal with all of that stuff because it's not going to throw me off. It's just going to be something I need to deal with. Right. And that's so that's right. what a typical day is like for me. And so you take care of yourself first. First thing in the morning before you do anything, you take care of you. I'm curious, Thomas, uh, would you share with us what today's daily prayer is? Uh, yes, I will. Uh, okay. Uh, just give me a second. got to pull it up. So today's daily prayer was, blessed are those that serve others. Blessed uh-huh. are those that honor themselves. Blessed are those that speak of love. Blessed are those that go within. Blessed are those that live on purpose. These ways of being that have blessed my life are simple truths that I embrace. All has already been given. I need only ask, and the truth appears. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you for that. And, you know, speaking of blessed are those who serve others, you are such a blessing to us and and to the show. And I know during the first episode, we spoke about the game. You mentioned that money is a game that you must learn to play. And I know that we promised in this episode we would teach our listeners how to play that game. So, Thomas, how do we play the game of money? Well, like any good game, the first thing you need to do is you need to understand the rules of the game. And the rules of the game of money are set up in our world by the banking industry. And um, the financial empowerment out there is all built on a world of debt. So the biggest, you know, the biggest driver of money in the world is actually the creation of debt. And so how can we position ourselves to control that. And so one of the things that I read a while back was a, was a, a book called Becoming Your Own Banker. And up until that point, I was a traditional financial planner. I read this book and it turned money on its head for me because I then began to understand how the banking system works. The banking system takes in people's deposits and can lend out 10 to 30 times that amount. So if you have $1,000 in the bank, the bank can lend out $10,000 as a result of that. right? So they're creating money out of thin air. Mm -hmm. So once I understood that, I was like, oh, okay, that's, oh, I get it. That's how it works. They All their focuses, their really big focuses, what they want to do is take in my deposit so that they can lend it out at a higher rate than what they're paying me. So how can I turn that into my advantage? And one of the things I discovered was in reading that book was that the oldest financial tool, participating whole life insurance, as boring as it is, allows me to put money inside of a policy and then borrow from it when I require money, therefore not having to go to the banks, therefore having my own savings actually become a lending tool for myself. And that's one of the things that I, that I allude to in, um, in my book and what I'm what I'm wanting to do today is offer it to anybody that goes to bloomstrategies.com and sends me an email saying they were listening to the show. I will gladly send them a PDF copy of the book for free and they can, you know, it's a short book. It's got a, a series of tools in it and these, some of these tools are free on our website as well. But they can read this book and they can actually see a little bit of a glimpse of how the banking system works and how debt has become the tool that they use to build their businesses. And so if we can control that aspect and start to earn something off of our own money versus paying out to somebody else, we begin to shift the tide, if you will. You know, this is so interesting. So um, one of the, the tools or positioning ourselves, you said, was a whole life insurance policy. And in one of the previous episodes, one of my favorite guests was um, the owner of Truth and Equity, who has the same vision as you in, in the mortgage industry and how to use your money to pay off your mortgage in five to seven years. Uh, basically, again, kind of turning the mortgage industry and the banking industry um, not necessarily on its head, but using it to your advantage. So, so number one, rule number one in the game is to understand the rules of the game and that we are playing a game that is built on debt. 
And the question is, how do we position ourselves to control that aspect of it? And you said one way is a whole life insurance policy. Can you talk to us more about that? Yeah, so, you know, typically, and I mentioned this on the first show, is that everything is about, you know, in the financial services, people, they want to steer you into retirement, the retirement conversation. And the, the downside to, you know, a 401k um, is, for example, you can't access the money. The money is in that account, and it's essentially dead to you. You can't use it to your own advantage. You can't borrow from it. It's locked in. If you pull it out, there's tax implications to that. And so when you, when you use a, a properly structured whole life insurance policy, and I'll, I'll emphasize properly because there are different ways to structure them, the capital that is building up in there, you can actually begin to borrow from without taking your money out. So your money stays continuing to earn a return that's tax-deferred, and you borrow against. So essentially, you're leveraging your own savings, and you're constantly being able to pay it back. You set the rules to how you're going to pay it back, how fast you're going to pay it back, or if you're, you know, if there's a cash, if you're running your own business and you've got a cash flow crisis happening, you can not, you know, you can choose to turn those payments off for a time being, but I always recommend that you pay the money back that you borrowed so that you're constantly refeeding your system. And you are now your own bank, if you will. You are actually now in a position where you can call upon that money when you want to use it for the stuff that you're doing. And you could use it for retirement. So it starts to become uh, a tool that can serve more than one purpose. And that's, become, that's how I view it. Become your own bank. That's the game. Become your own bank. Now, in becoming your own bank... People can connect with you through your website, and you also have a 21-day prosperity challenge coming up. Is that right? Yeah, so uh, I had this uh, vision, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and Leslie, my wife, my wife, who's like amazing, tells me whether I should do something or not. Um, she, we talked about, you know, setting up a 21-day uh, challenge in the new year of prosperity and uh, and having a day of um, like programming where there's going to be uh, meditations involved. There's going to be a truth statement every day that we meditate on. There is going to be the process of writing um, a vision or a gratitude statement, these kind of things. And so it's going to be a 21-day challenge that we're going to set up. I'm not sure on the start date, but anybody that's interested, again, they can just go to our website and send us an email and say, hey, I'm interested in the 21-day prosperity challenge. And, uh, and then we'll follow up. And as I have the course fully dialed in, then we were, we're going to launch it and it's going to be, you know, a test, a test program really to see how it would work for people. And, and I'm going to ask people to share with me their experience so that we can make something, you know, create something that's going to add huge benefit to people's lives going forward. And so in order for someone to participate in that, they email you, where do they email you at? Uh, I think if they go to our, oh, Sorry, Leslie just told me. We actually have the prosperitychallenge.com is a okay. website that we have that people can go and register for. <laughs> Look at that. See, she's so smart. and I Leslie am. is amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> the, pros- the prosperitychallenge.com, is that the correct address? Yes, the, yes, the prosperitychallenge.com. I love it. She just burst into my office going, hey, <laughs> I've created all of this. Why don't you use it? 
<laughs> That's well, you know what they say, Thomas, behind every successful man. And I let you finish the rest of that. So thank you, Leslie, yeah. for sharing with us. Okay, so theprosperitychallenge.com. You know what I would love to do? How about we invite the listeners? I want to go through this prosperity challenge with you. And um, what if we have our, our listening audience participate in that? So what would we need to do? I would love it. Okay. I'm sorry. So, so we'll just go to the prosperitychallenge.com. Okay, so if you're listening to this, uh, you know, you guys, and you want to participate in the 21-day prosperity challenge, I am going to participate in that because money is an area for me that I want to master and I want to learn how to play the game. So go to theprosperitychallenge.com, follow the instructions, and if you're following me on Facebook, send me a message or you can email me at amiramondon.com. That's Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondon.com. Let me know that you want to take this challenge with me and we can set 2019 on fire and we can learn how to play this game. I'm really looking forward to, Thomas, of course, the the, the mindset and the beliefs that are necessary to uh, to support this challenge. So, Thomas, as we are coming to the close of this, what are your final uh, thoughts as it applies to manifesting money, creating prosperity in our lives, and reigning in life? What is your What is your final word for our listening audience? Uh, well, number one is my ultimate goal is to create as much value and give as much of myself as I can into the world. Uh, number two is prosperity for me is, you know, even in my example, prosperity for me is so, about so much more than money is because once we, once we open ourselves up to all of it, then we can have everything that we want in our lives. It'll show up in a way that, and, and it'll, and if we don't limit it, it'll show up in bigger ways than we ever could have imagined. Like, like opening ourselves up to ultimate prosperity is an $1,100 pair of blue jeans showing up in my life, right? It's that kind of thing. It's being open to the universe taking care of us and being open to whatever is out there for us. It's already been given. We just have to be willing to welcome it into our lives. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Welcome it in. Welcome it in with big open arms as we move into 2019. And Thomas, with big open arms, I say thank you to you. I want to give you a big hug from here in Florida all the way up to Canada. Thank you for coming onto the show, for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your insight, for being that blessing and for allowing us to be a part of the 21 Day Prosperity Challenge. So, Thank you. Thank you to your beautiful family. Thank you, Leslie, for all that she does to support you so that we could have this wonderful show. So with that, you guys, as always, like I always say, you have everything inside of you to create the life that you want. And this does not stop here. Tune in next week for the final show in this 13-week series. And we are going to continue on into 2019 in the Prosperity Challenge with our financial expert and good friend, Thomas DeShooter. So Thomas, again, thank you for being on the show. And you guys, as always, Rain, rain, rain in life, knowing that everything is inside of you. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. Be sure to join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And remember, you have everything inside you to create the life you want.